0: Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, this is College Hockey Southwest Weekly.
1: Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Boost Mobile, where you never need a service contract and every plan comes with your own mobile hotspot and 99% nationwide coverage. By Summer Skates personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team, go to com slash partners and order yours today. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Whether it's the Jive Chicken Sandwich or the Double Brisket, we are the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. By M Drive. You're not too old? Go to mdriveformen.com for all of your men's health needs, from multivitamins to workout recovery. MDrive for energy, stamina, recovery. UNLV Hockey. Play ACHA Division I in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalie and their equipment better than we do. Caesars Resorts and Casinos. An iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort you make your destination and by the NCHC and NCHC.tv subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams home of college hockey champions college hockey Southwest weekly is a part of the ice time hockey sw.com network here are your hosts Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein
2: all right welcome in hockey fans specifically NCAA hockey fans this is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, our uh, weekly show where we talk NCAA hockey. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, and joining, me, uh, joining me from uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, Paul, how are things on Long Island?
1: Uh I can't, I can't complain. It was a beautiful day today. Um, oh,
2: everybody is thrilled about that, that you can't complain about. Oh, porn.
1: listen, I could complain very easily. There's <laughs> lots of crap I could complain about. I mean, let's, let's. You know, then I, opened just,
2: the, I opened the Pandora's box again, didn't I?
1: <laughs> well, it's just that nobody wants to hear me gripe.
2: <laughs> I hear you. Well, I'm glad. I, I'm really glad. I mean, I could. If you really, better. Better. if you're really uh, no, desperate no, for no. content,
1: I could gripe. <laughs>
2: No, we don't want to go there. We've got all kinds of content tonight because we've got the head coach from the uh, Arizona State Sun Devils, Greg Powers, joining us in about 15 minutes. And uh, we have so much to talk about. They are so close to opening a huge season. They've got seven grad students on their roster. And and I'm just dying to ask Coach about that because it's a lot like his first year, uh, the hybrid year, where he had a lot of older guys. But right. This is a different group of older guys. This yeah, is experienced just made, yeah, just, older guys. Just a
1: little bit better players.
2: Yeah, older and experienced and and been around the block, if you will, in big-time programs. And then you add in um, some freshmen that are coming in, some really talented freshmen, and you look at the goaltenders and you go like, holy cow, six five, six four. I mean, Bronson Moore – uh, who's getting a spot on the roster this year? 16. I love that, by the way. I, yeah, I, I don't do know too. if the coach hears too. me yet,
1: but I, I I love the fact that they that they've kept him on. Uh, you know, it's none of my business whether or not they've they've, you know, whatever they've done, um, scholarship or whatever wise. I don't know. That's none of my business, and so forth and so on. But I love the fact that they've kept him on the roster. I love the fact that he's still on the team. I mean, most teams have three goalies in practice anyway, right? Right, and you know they, they need I mean, three goalies. They really do. You know, uh, I, I, I think, think it's, you got to have I, somebody
2: to fall back on.
1: I think it's awesome. You know, you, first of all, you gotta you gotta rest your goalies once in a while in practice, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, for absolutely. For all
2: intents and purposes, you got to do that once in a while. Well, and, you're only uh, one one injury away, Paul, from needing that third goaltender, as we know oh, uh, wow. that can happen so quickly. <laughs>
1: yeah well you know you go go back to last year uh I I want at some point you know they like I said they actually had to call up Bronson right I mean um because they needed the second goalie yeah absolutely they they, they, they you know things happened and
2: and they were you know they didn't even have enough goalies to practice yep that that is exactly the case and that can happen at any time so that that's a good move i'm glad you brought that up um before we bring on the coach i want to talk a little bit about leadership groups because they're starting to sneak out now all three or three of our four teams in our coverage area have announced their leadership group of course uh, we're going to start with asu so why don't you go ahead and we'll quickly just roll through these uh, ones that we know but start with asu let us know the captains and the alternate captains are assistant captains whatever you want to call them uh to uh to, to lead the Sun Devils into what Coach is saying is uncharted territory, which means who knows what it means. We'll find out. Yeah,
1: we'll ask him. But, I mean, uh, I, I don't think there's a lot of surprises here. Uh, the, you know, the, the the guys wearing the A's, uh, Willie Neerum and Jordan Sandu, I, I I don't think that's a shock to anybody. No, no, not anybody's you know, been
2: around the program.
1: Um, And the guys wearing the C's, and I don't know how they're going to rotate it. Will they have one captain at home and one captain on the road? Uh, will they just go game to game? But, you know, it's going to be Jacob Wilson, Johnny Walker, and and once again, no surprises there.
2: Uh, uh, Jacob's uh, been in the leadership group since his sophomore year, so yeah, that doesn't uh, surprise. And Johnny, of course, uh, he was last year, prolific, too. Yeah, and one of the most prolific goal scorers and uh, uh, a voice and, and leader in that locker room and on and off the ice, so. Right. Uh, yeah, no surprise on that as well. So that's the leadership group for the Sun Devils. Well,
1: and, and here's, and, and and we can ask the coach about this too, um, they brought in two guys that wore letters last year. Yeah, yeah. Colin yeah, exactly. Thiessen at Notre Dame wore an A, and uh, Jack Becker at Michigan, along with the Strauss man and we'll get into that in a second, uh, wore a C last year for Michigan. So um, guys that they're bringing in, uh, maybe they're not wearing letters, but there's there's no doubt that those guys, having been at those programs uh, and war- wearing letters, that's just going to bring more. I don't know what's the word. You, I mean, we we've already used leadership, and there and there's probably another word if I can think of it. But um, you know, more eyes that have experienced things from that point of view yeah. from a letting a letter wearing standpoint. I, I think it's
2: I think it's hockey experience that they bring. Well they that bring, too. Uh, I mean
1: obviously but but yeah, it's but a not, different perspective.
2: Not, not just uh, not just hockey experience, but valuable hockey experience. Guys that have been in tough situations, guys that have fought through tough places, guys that have been in big expectations in, in big programs, Notre Dame, Michigan those are places where uh, the expectations are very, very high,
1: right? And and I mean, for any, for example, and, and I'm not saying that the other four guys don't do it, but you know, Jack Becker learned firsthand how fast it can be taken. If yeah. they were on their way to NCAA tournament,
2: yeah, absolutely, they were. Okay, so to make sure we get them all in before the Coach comes on because we're going to spend some time with Coach, let's jump to Denver. Um, They just named theirs today. No surprise there. We had a guest on uh, that is a captain, again, Cole Gutman, uh, captain for this year. He'll wear the C, and uh, Ryan Barrow, Bobby Brink, and Justin Lee will wear the A's uh, for the Denver Pioneers, and I think that also is an extremely strong, uh, group of leaders and guys that have been places. I mean, look at Bobby Brink, where he's been. We had Cole Gutman, like I said, on the show last year, and and what a poised young man he is. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know,
1: you want guys that have been through the wars, so to speak, guys that have that are experienced in the program, and guys that are, you know, that will, you know, have the uh, the the respect of the other guys in the room because you need those guys. The coach can't do it all. Matter of fact, if you don't have those guys, you're not winning.
2: Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. Okay, and then you and I will split up uh, Air Force. Uh, I'll take the, uh, the two A's, and you can go with the two captains. So um, at Air Force, they named theirs about six days ago. So they've got um, – uh, let me double-check here to make sure I've got everybody right here. Uh, Willie Ream and uh, Blake Bride will uh, will wear the A's. And the uh, C's for Coach Frank Saratori go to who? Well,
1: the guys who are going to be wearing the C's. Luke Rowe, a junior defenseman from uh, New Jersey. And 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 um, and, um, <laughs> senior goaltender. Yeah. Yeah. The goaltender. Alex. I just Alex I couldn't Schilling. say Alex. I couldn't say, for whatever reason, I couldn't say Alex. Well, your son is going to kill, kill like, you. <laughs> yeah, he is probably. <laughs> um, goalie out of, uh, Minnesota. He is the first goalie to be a captain under Coach Saratori, um, which is still weird to look at, by the way. And, I, <laughs> it, And I'll get, once again, I'll get into that maybe in a second uh, if we have some time. But um, uh, the Falcons have their players vote on who the captains are. Now, how do you pick leaders above leaders when, and this is not to knock the other schools, but let's face it, uh, it's a different sort of player that goes to a military academy to play sports. <laughs> yeah, that might be the <laughs> understatement of the year. Um, and your room full of leaders pick you to be one of their leaders.
2: That's a whole bunch of leadership right there, my friend.
1: I mean, holy smokes! I mean, and one and and one
2: of them's a goalie. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's and he's a darn good goalie by the darn, way. Well, yeah, and
1: he's gonna have to be, especially early in the season, as most of the Air Force goalies tend to be or have to be early in the season by the coach's own admission.
2: Okay, um, and before we, before we get to the coach and we take our break here, a couple of things that we want to throw out there is uh, uh, somebody broke news to us on Sunday night, which is unusual for us. Yeah, it's not what we necessarily <laughs> do. I'm not
1: complaining about doing it. So but, tell us what it was. That uh, Lindenwood's going to play a fifth exhibition game up there at DU uh on october
2: 2nd yeah it's going to be the exhibition game to start the the season off for for du so that's kind of cool and and that kind
1: of takes away one of the uh uh kind of takes away one of the advantages ASU was going to have going into that denver series uh at denver as they would have had to play a couple of games already but it is what it is
2: Okay, yep. and then uh, right. also we know uh, maybe we announced this last week, but I don't think it hurts to remind people: the uh, first game to be played at the new Ed Ropes and Arena in Colorado Springs, at the home of Colorado College, will be a crosstown rival.
1: Yeah, Who's well, Air Force them for that one. Air Force will be playing that an exhibition game at Colorado College, and you're starting to see these all over the place now. Uh, Bowling Green will be playing at Michigan, and this is. A result of the NCAA waiving that, uh, or waiving the fact that you can't play a Division One team.
2: Can I say that right now? that's an that, exhibition that, game, that, that's craziness. I mean, it, just play the game. <laughs> I mean, if they want to call it an exhibition, call it an exhibition. Who cares who the opponent is? It shouldn't stop matter. Already, no, it shouldn't stop already. I agree. No, I'm agreeing. With you. I'm
1: saying it shouldn't matter, but it is. It does, and it did, and. I don't know if they'll keep it that way or not,
2: but... Um, so those are, those are a few of the, uh, the opening games that we found out about. Let's take a quick break, and let's... Wait, uh, you don't want to... go wanna, right back uh, to our special guest. Okay. Uh, coming on here in just a few minutes, we've got the head coach of Arizona State University, the Sun Devils, coming with us in about two minutes.
3: thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen faceoff. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv.
4: Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused.
1: You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded.
2: All right, still got
4: it. Still got it. Who's old now?
0: Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, this is College Hockey Southwest Weekly.
2: All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein joining me from beautiful Long Island, New York. And Paul, it's our pleasure to bring back one of the busiest men in hockey right now, the head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils, Greg Powers. Coach, how are you?
4: I am well, guys. How are you? Can you hear me okay?
2: Oh, yeah, just fine. Loud and clear, Coach. Uh, Thanks for uh, making some time for us again, as usual. And um, you guys are ramping up, as you told me this morning. So uh, let's jump in right there, Coach. What's it been like to be back on the ice with the guys after a COVID season?
4: It's been been great. You know, I mean, it's – I mean, I wouldn't say things are – Hundred percent normal, obviously, but but compared to what we went through last season, it sure seems like it. Um, you know, it, it's just been good. It's been good being back in the rink and, um, and 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 getting to work with the guys, and and we're we're you know learning a lot about our team and going through what every team goes through right now as they're ramping up for the season. And we got twenty five days to uh, to figure it out and get them ready.
2: Okay, I got one more before Paul jumps in because he's chomping at the bit, Coach. I'm I'm warning you right now. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> but but anyway, uh, I just have the first thing. I'm looking through the roster, and we've known this for a while, but um, I started thinking about this on Sunday night. We had Coach Zombo on, and he was giving accolades to you and your program and the way your success uh, in the NCAA was, and and I started thinking about. Graduate students, and you have seven of them that I see on your roster. Unless I'm missing somebody, uh, is it a bit of deja vu, kind of like that first season? Except obviously, these seven have a lot more experience with big name programs.
4: Oh, I mean, I don't think there's any, his first. I guess if you had Zamo on, I can only imagine how entertaining that conversation was. Um, <laughs> <clears> there's <throat> probably a, a close second or a, a near tie to Frank Saratori. but um, <laughs> that's a big. That's but no, you know. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry,
1: I was going to say that's a that's a big level to reach there, Coach. Getting up to Frank Saratori.
4: Yeah, there's a guy that can do it. It's Rick, though. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's an awesome guy. I'm glad you had him on. That I'm sure that was fun. But but yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's no secret. I I like old teams, and and you know that's what wins in college hockey. And uh, I like old, big, heavy, hard teams to play against. And um, we we last year, unfortunately, felt like our roster wasn't built to our identity that we've had success with. And we fixed that in, in a, in a, in a major way. We're, we're, we're bigger, heavier, stronger, faster, um, and deeper than we've ever been. And, and so it, it's, uh, it's exciting, exciting to have a lot of experience and, and, you know, adding kids like Jack Becker and Colin Tyson, who have not only played in a frozen four, but had big rooms a frozen four wore letters at those programs and, you know, a kid like Tim Theotoritis from from Bowling Green is just an absolute animal—a big, strong D with a with a ton of offensive skill set on him. It's, it's so it's exciting, you know. I mean, it's what we've added is is exciting, and 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 certainly with the the new landscape of college sports, giving the four fifth year guys another year to come back and try and, and go out on top is 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 going to be special. And, and Wilson and uh, Walker and Nearm and Doogie.
1: Okay, coach. As long as you brought up all the guys that that uh, that, that that you brought in and so forth and so on, uh, you have the ultimate whiteboard where you know you're sitting there and before the practices start, before you guys get out on the ice, uh, how much did you fool around with the combinations before you got to whatever you started with a couple of weeks ago when you guys got back on the ice?
4: We still, we still have, and this is the first time I've never. I, I usually have the combos kind of set in my head and and we tweak them here and there and and obviously make a little bit of adjustments throughout the the kind of training camp if you will month leading up to the first game i still haven't even set lines yet and um, it's the first time i've never done that it's certainly not because i'm i'm afraid to hurt anybody's feelings which i'm not it, it's 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 we're so deep um we're so deep that I have I have, you know, some ideas obviously of, of the way I want it to look and the way it's going to look, but you never know what kind of lightning in a bottle you're gonna you're gonna strike. And so basically the way we've done it, you know, right now, you know, we have, you know, fifteen forwards. We we basically put seven in a color and eight in a color and 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 see what, you know, lightning in a bottle, you know, makes sense, you know, and, and um you know, they just kind of roll and scrimmages and and there's some combos that we found that we really liked that we maybe hadn't thought of. And then there's ones that um, are out there together and, and really click that we that we have. So um, I think next week will be the the week that that we start to kind of piece what those pairs and, and lines are. Um, but it's coming together really well. And and like I said, I mean it's 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 a uh, it's a deep team. It's a really deep team, you know. And and uh, we don't believe we have any holes. We have depth everywhere, including at the goaltending position. Um, you know, Cole looks tremendous coming off of his hip surgery that he, that he had in the off season. He looks strong and and ready and, and, uh, better than ever. And, and Ben Cross is, is, is a big, good athletic, really good goalie. Um, and then the other kid, you know, Bronson who we brought back uh, is a hell of a goalie. Um, you know, and he's, he's, he's going to push those guys and, and, and add depth, but, um, we're just happy. We're, we're really happy with why the guys look. It's, it's, you know, we, we did a comparison fitness testing, you know, how Leanne does a great job with her guys, getting them ready and getting them in shape this year's fitness testing results year over year. Um, I think the, the winner of, of the previous three Ironmans, which is the top, you know, placer in the, in the fitness testing would have come in sixth place. Um, so the guys the guys are at an all-time high. They 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 the, the chemistry is is unbelievable. When you have the old player leadership that we have and kids that could have signed, kids that could have gone on and 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 pursued pro opportunities, they they want to come back here and they want to win. They don't want to go out the way that we had to to kind of compete last season wasn't the taste they wanted in their mouth. And that that I think it means a lot to us and and um, especially those four guys that that decided they wanted to come back. It was my responsibility to go and, and, and beef up our team under the current rules and use them to our advantage, and we did that.
2: Okay, Coach, you mentioned the goaltender. That's where I was going to go, and uh, I'm guessing you got some thank you letters from other ACHA coaches for taking Bronson and putting him on your NCAA roster because I know he gave nightmares to uh, a lot of coaches in the ACHA level, but um, how much of an impression did he make? Obviously a good one uh, for the time that you had him last year.
4: I always knew he was good. Um you never know how that's going to translate obviously. I mean I've seen him play CHA hockey and I was like, "Wow, who is this kid? He he's athletic, he's just he just moves so well and stops pucks and looks good doing it and um and he's just such a good kid. You know, the guys really took to him and he he forfeited a lot. I mean, he he was working a full-time job and going to school last year and decided to, to for the opportunity to, to join us late in the middle of the season when we really needed him to get on a plane and come do it and leave work behind and all that stuff and he wasn't going to play this year he was he was done he was going to go to med school and 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 work and um and I called him when when a spot became open and I said hey you know what do you want to do do you want to come back and, and and be our third stringer and then get hit in the head with pucks every day and and maybe <laughs> never play um and if you don't, I understand, but I'd be remiss after what you did for us to not at least offer it to you. And um, he's like, "Give me a day, give me a day. This is exciting. I just I have all these plans and blah blah blah." And he called me ten minutes later and said he was in. So um, <laughs> I love this. So this it, it's, great. yeah, it's a cool story. And, and 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 he's he like look, this is the thing about it, he's not a charity case. The kid can no. play. Like he he. He he's a good goalie. He's a good goalie. The guys really like him. They believe in him. Um, he, he, you know, it's not one of those things we compete a lot and do scrimmages and all this stuff in the preseason. You know, when he's in the opposite net, it's not like it's it's unfair at all. Like he he, the kid makes big saves, and um, he he's a hell of a goalie. If I had to start him, I would not be afraid that 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 we were in bad shape at all. That's how much we believe in him.
1: Well, as long as we're on the topic of goalies and we talked about Bronson, uh, we, or at least it was the the public thought anyway that obviously Cole Brady was going to be the guy in net for you guys this year. Um, what was, how many, I mean, to, to get Ben Cross to come to be the, I don't want to say essentially the backup, but... Um, he had to know what the what the story was when he decided to to commit to you guys and come play from uh, Miami. Uh, how did that uh, come about?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, there's no secret how highly I think of Cole, you know, and and, um, you know, you know, we've been through it a million times. I mean, the kid, the kid had a really rough start with having mono and God only knows how long he had it without us even knowing he had it, and he just wasn't himself. But as soon as he came back, he was. I mean, in those last eight games, he had one off night against uh, Ohio State, and that and that Friday night, and then he bounces back 24 hours later and gets a shutout. So um, he was lights out. I mean, the the one one tie against Michigan, the, the two games at Michigan State. He he is a hell of a goalie, you know, and and. Um, and so there was no secret, you know, moving forward, he was going to be the guy, and I think that it was pretty clear and I'm transparent with our players, I'm transparent with recruits and and you know Evan De Brower, you know, was very transparent with him about what my plans were and and I supported him going and trying to find a place where he he could get the net and be a starter and he's going to Bentley, and I think right. he'll do very well there. so you know that was a, a very amicable separation, and we wish him all the best, and the same with Justin Justin right. Wanted to go to a place where he wanted to play, you know. So, um, but there's one thing that we learned last year um, is you got to have depth. You got you got to have guys that that can win you games at that position, and you can't just have one. And um, you know, when you had a, a guy go down with mono, and you know the other guys kind of struggling a little bit, um, it's it's not fun. You know, it wasn't fun. And um, and Ben is a kid that is. He's, he's a really, really good goalie. We recruited him the first time around um, and uh, and didn't get him. It was down to us and, and a few others, and he, he chose Miami, and it, he needed a fresh start. It didn't work out for him. This is a, this is one of the most highly recruited kids coming out of juniors in the country. Um, he has NHL upside, I think, to, to get through college and prove that he's that kind of goalie with his size and athleticism and his compete level. Um, and there's been days in practice where we're just like, Whoa, like this kid is, this kid's a real deal. Um, so we're excited about Ben, you know, and, and, um, and Ben knew what he's getting into. Ben knew how good Cole was. He knew how highly I think of Cole. Um, but you know, when you have a kid, you know, get a surgery in the off season, you got to go develop a backup plan. And that's what we did. And, and I don't want to say Ben is even a backup plan because he's coming to the rink every day competing for a job. And, um, You know, but, uh, but it we're, were, you know, the depth is, is, is reassuring really at every position, but, but certainly that one.
2: Coach, we, uh, had Leanne on about uh, three weeks ago or so. And, uh, I was just asking her some questions about how she, uh, has had to do anything differently with the, uh, the COVID season coming off of that. And I, I joked with her, I said, do you have a special plan for your, uh, Old man as a captain, the the grandpa in Johnny Walker, and she said, "I have a different plan for everybody." But she said Johnny's special, so I got to give him his own plan anyway. But what, what's it like, and, and what's it been in the locker room with everybody giving Johnny a bad time now about being the old man coming back?
4: Yeah, I mean it's it's fun. You know, he, he's 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 fun to poke fun at, and he certainly <laughs> knows how to give it back. Don't get me wrong, but. <laughs> <Absolutely>. um, <laughs> But uh you know, John Johnny's just, I mean, he's the face of our program, you know, and and um to get him back for another year and, and he's he's in the best shape of his life. Um cut down on I mean he's body fat percentage wise, he's he's as lean as I've ever seen him. Um and and I think it's gonna serve him really well. I really do. And we have more to play with him than we've ever had. Um and And he came back here to win, you know, and that's where Johnny is at his best when Johnny's not worried about scoring and he's just worried about winning that's when Johnny scores at will you know and and Johnny's focus is winning at all costs, he just wants to win and 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 finish the job at a s u that he started and and that's the opportunity that he has
1: well, as long as we're on the forwards I, I guess I'll go there next, and you know we'll skip the guys in the back end for now um you know even though I was going to talk about the defenseman, it's kind of the same thing with it. You have guys that got a lot of playing time this year with all the guys that you brought in that might not get the same amount of playing time this year because you just have so many guys that you can put in and out of the lineup on a regular basis. Um, What has that done for these first week or two of practices that you guys have been on the ice
4: it's just, it's so competitive, you know, and, and morale is, is incredibly high. Like, it's, it's, there's a different smell to our team. It just, it's just, I mean, every, look, every coach loves your team in September, right? <laughs> For but, sure. But it, it, there's a different smell. It, it smells like it did back when we were, you know, uh, you know, going to Final Fours and and winning championships at the ACHA level—that's what the culture in the room and the vibe has that smell to it. And uh, it's all player leadership. When you have kids like Jacob Wilson and Johnny and Sean Doogie and Willie Niram and Jordan Sandu, and then you tack on high, high, high character kids like Theo and and you know Colin Tyson and Becker, um, it, it, it's it's just it's hard not to be excited about what you go into every day and, and excited to go to the rink every day because they're just dialed. They're, you know, they're pulling all these young guys in such a positive direction. They don't have a choice, but to jump on because these kids are are, there. I mean, these older kids are, they're not here for anything other than to, to win. They want to win and, and they'll do whatever it takes and, and and any role it takes. And, um, when you have that as a coach, it's, it just makes things so much easier. Um, you know, and, and and it's exciting.
2: Coach, well, you told me – hold on one second, Paul, if I can. Okay. I have something to go on there. But um, you told me many times that it doesn't matter if uh, your roster has NHL logos next to them. But um, you got one pretty high draft pick this year in Josh Doan. And uh, we talked to Josh as well this summer. And um, what a great kid, first of all, as you would expect coming from the Doan household. But um, how important is that? Um, in recruiting and building your program for, for other guys to see that, that there are high quality people like that in your program.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's really important. Um, it, it, Josh is a special kid. He's, he's obviously a world-class talent, but, um, and his brain, his hockey IQ is just, it, it's, it's at a level we, we, we probably haven't seen here. You know I mean? The, his ability to make plays and see the ice and, um it's it's special. So we're excited to to have him, and he's gonna play a big role right away. Um, and, and And you know when when you couple all those intangibles on the ice with what he brings off the ice, it's uh, it's special. I mean, he, he is uh, he's a great a human being in every way and and uh, great leader. Um, he's gonna be a future captain here there's no doubt and and he, he gets it he knows he's a young guy and, and he's fallen in line with these old guys he really respects what they've done to build our program and how they've done it um, he's, he's a he's a I guess a history buff in every way you know I mean he <laughs> he knows everything about us I mean he knows everything about us you know who's played here and you know big wins everything and, and he's he's all in he's all in and when you have a kid, that's that talented, you know, with, with that talented of a freshman class kind of, you know, helping lead the way and, and pulling the caboose, if you will, with the younger guys, it, it makes for a, a pretty special combo.
1: Coach, When you, despite the, the talent that you brought in, have you seen much of them be like, you know, we, we knew that this was going to be more intense than juniors, et cetera, but holy smokes, uh, sometimes they're kind of shaking their head like, um, wow, this is this is more intense or more uh, of something than I expected.
4: They they know, but they never really know. You know, um, they think they know, but in, until they know, until they find out the hard way, which they did last week. And we had Fall Battle League, and I may or may not have stacked the teams older versus younger. <laughs> really, that
1: would be a shot. I can't imagine anybody and- doing that.
4: And uh, and the older guys swept the younger guys. It was the first time we've ever had a sweep, so it was it was eye opening. I mean, just just the you know the fifty fifty battles and how heavy older guys are on their sticks. And we had a couple older guys on that team, and uh, but for the most part, it was it was vets against younger guys, and um, and it showed. It was a good eye opener for them of what it's going to take to compete every night to win at this level, and and tenacity and the the focus and the hunger that our older guys have, even like a guy like Chris Grando, he, he looks way better than I've ever seen him. And, and he had a good year last year. The kid, he had 14, 15 points in a, in a really tough year or maybe even more. Um, right. And, and, and he looks really good and he's just a puck hound and doesn't lose any battles. He's, he's always got his nose in the puck. And that relentless play is, is an eye opener for some of these younger guys and, It'll, it'll translate. It's, it's All five freshmen can really play. They're all very good. We're excited about all of them. You'll see them all on the ice this year. Um, and, uh, and, and the month that they're going through is, is going to be really good for them.
1: Could you see this being a kind of year, especially early, where you're, you're putting guys in and out of the lineup to give them a chance to say, hey, this is my job, more than you have in the past?
4: Um, I don't think so. I, I think, you know, I don't plan on losing very many games and right. if we're winning. We're not going to make changes. So, right. um, yeah, you know, the only way you're going to see that I think is, is, if, as if we need to make changes. And, you know, so that's, that's why I think we're going about, you know, figuring out what these lines are going to look like and what roles are going to look like and all those things really, you know, even more thoroughly than we ever have to, to, to make everybody earn it and, and, and make it fair you know and, and base it off performance because i can literally put together four lines out of 15 guys up front and 6d out of nine guys in the back and, and 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 have probably 25 different combos and think we're going to win with them i mean I, I really believe that much in our team and our players and and um and so you know we're going to make it fair they're going to earn it they're going to earn everything they get and generally when you when you truly make guys earn it it, it always ends up working out for you
2: Okay, Coach, we we talked about your schedule with you uh, back in, I guess, April or May. um, And you told us that you were going to break it down into thirds, basically, about top caliber, middle caliber, maybe a little bit lesser caliber. But the more we look at the season fill out, it looks like uh, that's becoming more of a top third and a middle third. There's not not too many uh, easy games on this schedule, at least on paper. And you jump off uh, the uh, starting point with UMass Lowell in town, uh, October 2nd and 3rd. So, um, excited about what's going to happen and, and, getting rolling with them right away.
4: Yeah. It's going to be a great way to kick off the season. Really good team. I mean, obviously Norm Bazin is a tremendous coach and has a great program. And, uh, and then it doesn't get obviously any easier the next weekend at Denver, than back home against UNH, which is exciting to have, uh, a team in the Oceanside. That's never been here. <clears throat> we played New Hampshire back in our first full season. And, uh, on the road and actually beat them in overtime. It was a great win for us back in the early stages. And i uh, so excited to have them here and, and they're a program. That's really on the up and up. Uh, Mike Sousa has done a great job and, you know, I wouldn't be shocked at all if they're a top 20 team this year. So they're going to be tough. Um, and then we go to Colgate and, and, and they're going to be good They They have a lot of talent back and, They've done a great job building that program back up, and I know they're anticipating having a good year. So the first eight games are going to be tough, and then we got to kind of settle in after that and see what we need to do. But you know, it's 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 back to the 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 mentality that we've we've had that that got us and brought us so much success. We're focused on one game against UMass Lowell 25 days from now, and that's literally
2: it, Coach. And the one thing that I love so far this season was I saw a great hashtag that came from your uh, your Twitter people. that said hashtag last ride at Oceanside and I know that means a lot to you having uh, grown up in that rink basically with your program but uh, how important is it for you guys to go out on a real strong note at Oceanside Ice Arena? I think it's really
4: important it's important for you know obviously me because I have a ton of history there and I've never coached anywhere else in the valley but but Oceanside so it's going to be you know it's going to be a, a a weird feeling you know coming off the ice against LIU at the end of the year knowing that's the last one and and um I highly doubt I'm going to shed any tears but um <laughs> but it's gonna, it's going to be bittersweet we 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 owe that place a lot it's 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 helped shape our identity and our culture and and now the challenge moving forward is going to be cuz we know you know look like it's already started you know with just having the building you know under construction, what it's done for recruiting is, is, you know, off the charts positive and it's going to continue to trend in that way. So, so it's, it's going to be a challenge for us to not get away from what made us successful and, you know, not only go after those blue chip kids. We want kids that have chips on their shoulders too, because you win with those kids. And, um, so it's all about getting and, and, and going after the right human beings and continuing to do that. And that's, what's made us successful and has brought us the success that we've had. And uh, now we're going to be challenged with not getting away from that.
1: All right. So as long as the, the building was brought up, uh, the question is, and I don't, and, and I don't know how you can answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, where is the schedule on the building right now? Is it, on time is it behind is it ahead
4: um i i, I can, can tell you that it's ahead it's ahead okay. of schedule yeah it's ahead of schedule i mean they they built this thing on an old landfill way back in the day and so they didn't know what they're gonna find underneath and mm-hmm. um and so they, they put in some buffer and they didn't find anything i mean they, they put in i think 140 90 foot steel caissons that stabilized the building and you know, to put those in, you you never know what you're going to have to drill through or pull up or anything like that, and and they found nothing. So they got them all in, you know, within the span of a week, and and that that set the course for getting out ahead of things. And and right now, Mortensen, and and from day one has just done an unbelievable job. They're so good at what they do, and the team they have over there is incredible, uh, led by Ben Spencer, the, the soup on the the job, and it, just unbelievable. Um, so it it's amazing, you know, I'll have to go over for meetings or for whatever, you know, uh stuff that I just need to go over for to meet people. Right, right. And uh I mean, day to day, the work they get done is is it's fascinating. You know, I mean I went in it was last week, early last week, and and actually went in. You're you're in a structure. You're in I'm, I'm standing in my office. I'm standing on the bench and you can see it and visualize it and and it's uh so it's surreal it's it it really is in every way and and it's going to be a special night when we get open that thing uh
1: i i know i I, listen i'm not i'm 2500 miles away and i can't wait i cannot even imagine (laughs) um what you guys go through i assume you're driving past it every day just to get to
2: work right yep
4: yep (laughs) yep absolutely
2: (laughs) okay coach back on the schedule i got uh, three quick ones here on the schedule and the first one is saint thomas and we had rico on this summer and he's excited about coming out here he's excited about getting his program going they just announced they're going to play saint cloud state at the XL center for their first home game but um so that's the first one just your thoughts on saint thomas coming here and then uh of course we had zombo on on sunday and He's thrilled to be coming to uh, Tempe, Arizona on January 21st, 22nd with his Lindenwood Lions. And and then the final one is we talked to the guys up in Fairbanks and they're really thrilled as well that you have them on their schedule on not only a home date, but a road series as well. So if you could just talk a little bit about those three. I mean, you you
4: have to you have to support people, you know, and 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 help grow the game and keep it, you know, keep it going. It, it for us not to play those programs would be, you know, really just hypocritical. I mean, everybody that helped us grow and put us in the position that we're in today and, and we're in a, a very favorable position as a program with the new building and 20 home games. And, and, and I'll tell you this, potentially even 24 next year. Um, so, you know, to put us in that position, it's because of of the just how gracious people were to help us grow and play us and, mm-hmm. Um, we have to pay it forward and and really, it's as simple as that. I mean, with, with St. Thomas, (coughs) excuse me, it's a no brainer. I mean, Rico and and I become friends and, and for him to start that program up there and, uh, support them is, is important and and they're going to be no joke. They're going to be good right away. Um, so, you know, we're not going to take them lightly, certainly, you know, Fairbanks, what they've gone through, um, now, as an independent, to stay afloat and to fight to get a schedule, um, it's the right thing to do to play them, and 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 also to give them home games, and um, and so so we're going to do that, and and then with Lindenwood, you know, with the, they're trying to go Division One, you know, and I and I really truly do think that they'll they'll pull it off, and they're going to do it. They have everything in place to do it, um, and uh, and what you know us playing Penn state did for our program and the level of, of awareness and and people understanding how good ACHA hockey was. I mean, we went there and we won, you know? So, um, and I know Rick's going to approach any division one game. He plays the same way that I approached the games. When we went to Penn state, we we didn't go there to lose. We went there to win and we did. Um, And Rick's going to fully believe I know how he works. He's going to believe that he can come here and win. And, and and good for him. That's the way he should approach it. And um, so I can I can reassure you a million times over, we're not going to take them lightly uh, <laughs> at all because I know they can play, and I know they're going to be really well coached and very well prepared. So, um, you know, and then even in, in, in LIU, I mean, they went through a tough year last year in their first year and, <clears throat> and kind of were gifted um a little bit of a schedule with, with doing a scheduling agreement with Atlanta Hockey, and now they're back to being independent and fighting to get games. And so play, we're playing them too, you know, and, and, um, and it's all about paying it forward and helping programs grow, and we want to continue to do that as, as more universities add college hockey.
1: Well, Coach, that, that, that leads into the next obvious question. The pandemic could have done a lot of damage to college hockey. Um, But Fairbanks fought to stay alive. Uh, Uh, Anchorage is coming back next year. Um, Robert Morris, we won't get into the politics of that, but they're going to be back next year. Uh, Hopefully, Lindenwood makes the jump. Um, Does having all these teams that are independent, um, shall we say, buy you more time or give you more time to make a decision uh, where you guys want to go with that?
4: Yeah, you know, I mean, it certainly it certainly puts us in a position where we can be very selective about timing and ultimately, you know, destination. Um, right. You know, the, the the obstacle we had prior to to having other independents was who are we going to play in late February and March. Now we don't have that, you know, and and we have not and and continue to not struggle to get home games. People want to come. To Tempe and play they want to come and <clears throat> next year we, we will have a minimum of 22 home games a minimum maybe 24 so um we we're not struggling to get home games and I don't foresee us struggling to get home games in that new arena so you know the the, the only thing that you, you know you're missing as an independent is that ability to play for a championship in the regular season I think that you can't put a you know a value on that. It's exciting for kids and, and it's fun, but but at the end of the day, we've proven we can get there as an independent, and and we plan on doing that this year. And uh, we're not going to have the, a crazy thirty five day layoff in between last game and tournament because <clears throat> we have LIU coming in that second weekend in March. Um, and 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 God, you know, willing, we'll we'll get back in the tournament and have a week off after that and go, and that's perfect.
2: Coach, I've got one final thing for you here. Uh, the announcement was made a month ago or so that uh, you're going to be playing in the college uh, hockey Hall of Fame game against North Dakota in Vegas next year. And I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but uh, your alum, uh, Paul Hornstein, already laid down the gauntlet. He Let's said go, he wants people. to see five, six, seven thousand 7,000 maroon and gold jerseys in that building. He does not want T-Mobile overtaken by uh, by North Dakota, as big and powerful as they are. But – how exciting is that, and what does that say about your program that you've come to that point that quickly
4: well I, you know it, it's 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 going to be a great event um to play in the Hall of Fame game and I mean North Dakota does a great job promoting college hockey I mean playing b c and in Madison Square garden and this year they're playing Penn State and Nashville of all places um and then next year, obviously Vegas and, and us, and and it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a lot of fun. You know, our first meeting against a, a powerhouse of a program, and um, we're thrilled. I was thrilled that Brad called and and wanted to make that happen, and and we're thankful that he did. Um, and and Paul's right, you know, we, we're four hours away, so we're gonna be tasked with trying to get as many of our fans up there as possible. I don't think there's gonna be any keeping out. You know, fifteen thousand. You know, green sweaters. No matter what we do, <clears throat> at least <laughs> from the city of Vegas, because they, they just have such a good fan base and travel so well. But and then you tack on the ability and the the, the fun of of going to Las Vegas. It's going to be. Um, it, it, I can guarantee you the game will be sold out. You know, um, so it's exciting. It's going to be one of, of of the highlights of of that season, and and certainly one of the highlights of our of our program and our infant stages. There's no doubt.
2: Well, it's no secret you guys picked up a trophy there, your first trophy in the uh, Ice Vegas Invitational. So uh, you have a little history there already, and so does North Dakota, so it's going to be exciting. Uh, We appreciate your time, as always. Uh, Good luck as the season gets ready to get underway. And uh, I guess fans want to know, everything back to normal as far as fans and media and stuff in the building? Or uh, how are things looking for that right now?
4: You know, I I know as far as fans go, we're 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 slated to have full buildings. How they're working media, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but um, but I know we're, we're we're planning on having sold out Oceanside's every game, and and we wouldn't have it any other way. And we're excited about that playing in front of our fans again, and um, having that home ice advantage that we didn't get to take advantage of and enjoy, you know, last year. And twenty home games is is going to be just awesome it's going to be a breath of fresh air to get back in a routine of you know being at home and not having to travel so much so it's guys are excited the the, the anticipation and excitement is absolutely at an all-time high and and now we got to make it translate on october 2nd
2: coach thanks a lot for your time again we appreciate it as always we will see you very soon for the last ride at oceanside
4: get ready boys we're, we're giddy <laughs> up and buckle up we're, we're ready, ready to go all right
3: Thanks,
2: All coach. right, guys, uh, Sun Devil fans, you heard it right from the coach. Uh, the last ride at Oceanside is going to be special. We're looking forward to covering it. We're looking forward to seeing what uh, they look like on the ice. Paul and I are going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. We've got trivia. We've got some uh, some ASU trivia to win a pair of summer skate sandals and a koozie in about two minutes. Thrilled
3: to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen faceoff. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv.
0: If you live in the Valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burrito served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Ask any hockey player in the desert Southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates, Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com.
1: UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today.
0: Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly.
2: All right, we're back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein on a beautiful Long Island, New York, where Paul has nothing to complain about, he tells us, as we started the show tonight. But what he does have for us, folks, is a trivia question to win uh, a pair of summer skates, sandals, and a koozie with our new College Hockey Southwest live logo on it before Paul reads that I'll give you the ground rules you need to be obviously listening to us on the show you need to text in in the uh, chat box your answer to this great question go ahead Paul
1: well all right I'll give the question before I tell you what I actually found something to complain about if you really want to hear it
2: (laughs) everybody's standing on their toes we're running out of
1: time we ran out of time I mean we could have uh, I mean, is that, does that make sense? Because I could ask the coach <laughs> questions all day long. So um, No, here's the question. ASU opens up with a Hockey East opponent in UMass Law. Who is the first Hockey East opponent that ASU ever played
2: as a D1 program? Ooh, good one. Good one. Our friends at Summer Skates are going to like that. You're testing people's knowledge. So we will wait for the chat box to see who uh, can answer that one. Um, In the meantime, you know my drill. Every time we have a guest on, I hear something, you hear something. Tell everybody what you heard from Coach Powers tonight. Uh,
1: What I heard was a a level of excitement that I don't think I've heard in a long time. I mean, the, the coach is raring to go. I'm ready to go. Uh, not that he would want me anywhere near the ice because I can't skate and I'd probably run out of <laughs> eligibility at this point. I,
2: I, I think I can speak for him in this, though, Paul. He would like <laughs> you to sell some tickets for Las Vegas for certain.
1: To well, fill that I mean...
2: So so get that alumni hat on and get working, will you?
1: Well, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. I bring it up. It actually gets brought up to me all the time in uh, some of the alumni meetings that we have um, every month. Uh, we, we have uh, a, a Zoom alumni meeting um, with, with some of the uh, uh, Twitter group that we're in, and uh, I get asked about it all the time. So uh, Lord knows now that that's announced, uh, I will be making sure I mention that. Uh, sure, We'll have to get Fred working on this too.
2: Yeah. He's well, actually got, up in Vegas when you got somebody in Vegas. Why not make them do some work for you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's tied to the program. Now we know that. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: we didn't even get a chance to ask the coach.
2: Oh, uh, well, how I mean, that we, transitions going. We could have kept him on for two hours. Oh, well, but that's that my point. That's why I said, I found something to complain about. We didn't, yeah. we didn't have enough time. <laughs> we, we, we could have kept him on for two hours. Easy. Oh, easy. Uh, so much to talk about. Uh, I'll tell you what I took away, Paul. Um, uh, really three things. I think the schedule is something that he's nailed down now for not only this year, but years in the future. Like he said, there'll be no problem getting home games. We know that uh, Tempe, Arizona is not a bad place, uh, bad place to be, said the professional talker, um, in the wintertime. It's pretty nice here. Uh, the new building is definitely going to make a huge difference. It already is. Yeah. Uh, everybody talking about it. And uh, I think uh, the thing that I'm most impressed with is Uh, his ability to want to grow the game and continue to pay it forward, as he says, because uh, we talked to a lot of, uh, well, I talked to a lot of ACHA people and they all uh, say that uh, ASU is the program that they want to model themselves after Uh, you talk to the guys at UNLV. They know they have to win. I think it was in the uh, ACHA level before they can advance. And I think it was really clear with Rick Zombo that he knows that, uh, these five NCAA exhibition games that he has on the schedule are important. Sure. He also knows, and he told it to us many times over in that uh, 45 or more minutes that uh, he wants to win that ACHA national tournament. He referenced coach powers and saying like, Hey, that's what Greg powers did before he jumped. So that's what we need to do too. And especially in our own backyard. Right.
1: And, and to be honest, uh, you asked the question and and I would have been stunned if the answer wasn't exactly what it was, because we we've spoken to the coach enough to know now uh, over the over over this six year period that we know how he feels about uh, paying it forward, and it's just it's obvious on a regular basis that that that's what the that's what he does, and. You know, I would just, you know, it's 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 easy to say the words.
2: Words are easy, actions are not. And yeah, especially if it means going to Fairbanks, Alaska, and the cost of that, and uh, you know, there's just a number of things that um, that that you have to look at. I mean, look at where they're going this year. They're playing at Boston U. They're playing at RIT. They're playing. At Colorado College, in that new building, they're taking Clarkson on here um they're gonna play Denver here they're gonna play at Denver at Quinnipiac, Bemidji State's coming here. I mean, you tell me where you find uh some weak opponents in there because I can't find any
1: well you know and 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 the trips make it even hard i mean hamilton new york is is not an easy place to get to. It's not like they're flying here and then busing eight or nine hours.
2: Hey, I've get, heard I've heard that it's just as difficult to get out of Long Island to Minneapolis.
1: Really, it, I'm shocked at that. <laughs> I I don't know where you heard
2: that from. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I digress. Yeah, just to irritate you a little bit. I'm sorry about that.
1: <laughs> you know, it's it's cl- clearly you know there's there's I can't, you see I, I can't even. I mean, I distracted you know,
2: didn't I? Not I really distracted,
1: got you thinking but I, on something. <laughs> no, because all I wanted to be like uh, to get to Minneapolis from from New York to go from JFK to whatever the name of the Minneapolis airport is. I guess it's Minneapolis Saint Paul Airport, right? International Airport, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you would normally think about having to go through Atlanta and Orlando and Charlotte and Nashville and. <laughs>
2: folks i got him something to complain about something else to complain about so <laughs> Me- meanwhile our buddy joe uh <laughs> joe paisley is going to go from denver to minneapolis in about an hour and 10 minutes hour and a half and uh make it a non-stop and uh he will have made that trip about eight times before paul could get there from uh, long island jeez I can't even. Oh, <laughs> well, oh I can tell you what what I'm also looking forward to with the Sun Devils this year is number one is a bunch of home games. I think that's going to be great, and I think this roster um, is going to be the very best that you've seen as an Arizona State Sun Devil fan because they are talented, they are big, uh, they are old, there are. There's just no holes. I mean, you look at the roster up and down, and you go, "Okay, where's a hole?" Uh, what I look at the roster, Paul, and I go, "Is where are these guys all going to get playing time?" Because there's way too much talent here to uh, to have some guys even on a fourth line. Where are those guys going to get time to, to to do some damage?
1: Well, this is this is kind of what we were talking about with the coaches, and 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 why I asked the question about the combinations because. Uh, You just have so many players you can mix in and out and move in and out and and move around that, you know, you're more more during practice than you might normally do. You're going to come to practice and try to figure out who am I playing with today? (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, possibly. And, and when I look on the schedule, I just came up with one thing that I forgot to mention to you. But I think the one game that you need to see on the road this year, uh, actually two games, it'll be a series. Uh, we need to get you to Mankato, Minnesota, and, and, and watch that uh, series on January 29th and, or 28th and 29th uh, in Mankato, ASU against Minnesota yeah, State. Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I think that would be great yeah, for you to experience real hockey life.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. Is That I, happening? Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> is it likely to happen? I wouldn't count on it.
2: I just want to see you trudge your way through northern and and this um, is not Minnesota and, and, in and this is time.
1: and this is not to to knock uh, Minnesota State at all. My buddy Boblin Mavericks over there up there is uh is a is a is a big time Minnesota State guy, and we talk regularly during the season, but. No, no, Uh, no,
2: Uh,
1: no, no. No.
2: I don't know how that worked out that uh, Arizona State has to go to Mankato in the end of January, but you know what? You would
1: think Mankato would be begging to go there.
2: You would have thought so. Uh, (laughs) You would have thought so. Uh, I love it. Uh, We still do not have a winner in trivia yet, so we might have to pass this on to the the Twitter part of things. But read it one more time, and let's see if we got anybody that will catch it. All right,
1: ASU opens the season with Hockey East opponent UMass Lowell. Who was the first Hockey East team ASU played as a varsity program?
2: Okay, and if you don't have time to respond before we go off the air here in this episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly, just go to college at collegehockeysw and uh, send us your response. And if we get the right response, you will be the winner. So uh, give uh, give us a shot. And uh, our friends at Summer Skates would be happy to put you in a new pair of Summer Skate sandals and uh, the beautiful new koozies, which I know Paul loves. Um, He doesn't even have the new logo yet, guys, so uh, you're you're getting it before he's getting it before me. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, my friend, take it away, and we'll say goodnight for another episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly.
1: College Hockey Southwest Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios has been brought to you by Behind the Mask and its Three Valley Locations. In line or on ice, we are the go to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at behindthemask.com. Buy summer skates. Outfit your entire team with personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to ice SW.com and click on that squad locker shop now banner and uh get your stuff, your team outfitted and get those shower shoes with that college hockey southwest live logo on there, my favorite one. And uh Get a bunch for your team and get whatever September discounts you can get there. M-Drive, help for your immune system, building lean muscle mass, making it through the day without the afternoon crash. Go to mdriveformen.com and see how the high-protein, low-carb start shakes can work for you. Buy Burrito Express, our family recipes to your table, the place in the East Valley for great taste, great value. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division I Hockey, world-class education, and a destination city. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Stop in for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or get the three-time Best of Vegas winning barbecue at your next Allegiant Stadium event. Boost Mobile. You choose, you save. Mix and match any line to create your own family plan with prices as low as $15 a month per line. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts, the NCHC has it. And the NCHC.tv has you covered. Go to NCHC.tv and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly
2: is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Well, that was professionally done as usual. It's um, still no winner yet, so uh, get up there. I'll give you one more chance to read that uh, question, Paul, before I uh, give my little uh, reads in here quickly. All
1: right. ASU opens the season with UMass Lowell from Hockey East. Who was the first Hockey team that played ASU as a Division I program?
2: Uh, great question. It's got everybody stumped out there, so we'll find out who uh, gets in on Twitter to get that uh, sizzling September Summer Skates prize pack. Um, I do want to remind everybody that we are giving away those on every show during the month of September, so keep listening. Tell your friends to listen and jump on and uh, get a chance to win some great Summer Skates uh, prize packs. Uh, in addition to that, we are still on our drive to 10,000 uh, followers on all of our Twitter accounts, so pass that word along. When we get there, we've got some great prizes to give away. All six of our Twitter accounts have uh, prizes to give away when they reach 10,000. So We have six uh, now? No, we have six. We have. Six. Oh,
1: I can't even keep track.
2: <laughs> that doesn't even call, include my personal one. <laughs> you have one of those? Uh, yeah, I do. At Strandy Scott, look it up. Oh, so I don't think I. I don't think I have that. <laughs> I don't think you follow me. <laughs> I, I well. <laughs> anyway, anyway, folks, that's the way it goes. Uh, Wednesday night is uh, club hockey. Selfless Weekly, Stephen Marsh, and myself will be on board. We're looking to get somebody from Colorado, so that could be a surprise uh, guest from Colorado. I've reached out my uh, long tentacle arms to see if I can grab somebody and and bring them on to talk ACHA hockey. We know how much fun that is. It's starting up very, very quickly as well, and uh, I'm going to be on the road again real soon, I hope, and uh, making my swing uh, up through uh, Colorado and Utah and into Minnesota, coming back down uh, through Missouri. And um Oklahoma and then I'm gonna go to St. Louis and watch the uh opening game of Missouri State versus Lindenwood and ACHA stuff and then I'm coming back uh to catch some stuff in October. So I'm gonna be on the road a lot. Paul will be at home in his palatial estate because that's what yeah, that's what kings do. They they, yeah, they palatial stay their, yeah. they stay mm-hmm. in their palaces and they yeah. they just rain.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's compare those.
2: That that travel log <laughs> to mine and so but forth. Right and so now, on. folks, we're just trying to get him to NCHC Media Day. So if anybody's got ideas on how to get, Paul maybe I should from fly North to Island Denver first. <laughs> yeah, fly to Denver and then go with Joe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so ridiculous! It is unbelievable.
2: <laughs> I love it. Our thanks to Coach Powers uh, with the Arizona State Hockey. I uh, can't wait to watch that team on the ice this year. They are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, from the goal out there's no doubt about that and uh, we thank him for spending some time with us tonight so for paul and i we'll say good night from college hockey southwest weekly summer skate studios good night everybody